0: It's Lizzie here, welcome to another episode of Styling Matters. Today is going to be a solo episode. I know it's been a while since I've chatted on my own to you guys, been very busy with the sort of Instagram broadcasts, but given the fact that um, they've had quite a lot of plays, a lot of downlays and everything, I definitely know you girls are enjoying those kind of podcasts, so thanks for tuning in on them. But today... I've got so many topics to talk about. We're really going to get into kind of planning for 2024, sort of really revisiting some of the style rules. I say rules, I don't really stick by a lot of rules, but you know, really getting into the foundations of styling and start to think about 2024. So there's a lot coming up on today's episode. Yeah, just sort of I suppose finding, not finding actually, getting out of your comfort zone and making sure that you are dressing for the woman you want to be in 2024. And it kind of starts now. Now, before I go into each of the segments, I thought I'd give you a bit of an update. I can't believe we're getting towards the end of 2023 and the podcast was kind of born around December last year. This week, I put it on my Insta stories actually, I've had over 2,000 plays both on Spotify and separately on Apple so that actually equates to 4,000 plays and you know, I've been a blogger for 12 years and even 12 years on, maybe it's imposter syndrome, who knows. I always still think nobody reads the blog and that's not true, a lot of people read the blog and when i do the podcast they oh no one's going to listen to the podcast and again that's not true people do listen to the podcast so it's really exciting every now and then i do tap into my insights and seeing week on week the growth is just it just means so much to me so if you're new to styling matters hello hi welcome glad you found me if you've been here from the start thank you so much and you know it would really help me if you press the follow button if you tell your girlfriends about styling matters you know passing it on will just help bit by bit and you know the more the podcast grows the more obviously i'll be able to do over time so i really really appreciate the fact that you tune in week in week out the numbers grow week on week so it's just yeah it's just fantastic and i'm i'm really truly grateful so with that in mind, I thought if you are if you are fairly new, I think um, today's episode is number forty-five. So say for example you found me on episode thirty. There's never usually I know, I know this myself through my own behaviour. You don't normally go back to old episodes. So I thought I'd pinpoint a few episodes if you are fairly new. Or if you have listened to them previously, it was quite a while ago, maybe you want to revisit, especially if you take on board some of the tips in this episode about planning for 2024. It might be worth revisiting um, some of these older ones just to, I don't know, motivate yourself, get into that kind of style mentality for what you want to plan out. So the first episode that I recommend was actually a bonus episode. Um, it's between number 33 and number 34. Number 33 was probably my worst recording ever. I had serious audio issues and I recorded a bonus episode in a new format, in a new place that has really worked ongoing and that's called How to Cope with Styling Imposter Syndrome. I re-listened to that this week in preparation for this podcast and I think everything is really relevant and it's so on point for the topic I want to talk today about. So if you do nothing else, listen to that episode. It will, it will really underpin some of the stuff that I talk about today. So that's the bonus episode between number 33 and number 34. One of the most popular episodes and still continues to be is actually episode 14 and that's all about French chic styling. So I go through the fundamental basics of if you really really love that kind of French style, the kind of basics that you need in your wardrobe and the reasons why. So that's number 14. I might do a bit more of that probably not in the next couple of weeks but more on that in the future podcast because I didn't quite realise until looking at the numbers just how popular that episode has been and then more recently episode 39 autumn style trends to plan for has been a huge episode for me and also we're in autumn now and I did that quite early on in the summer so if you are feeling a bit like oh I don't know what to wear then um they're the kind of autumn trends that if you've not yet tapped into any it might be worth revisiting so yeah that's episode 39 so enjoy. Now one of the housekeeping updates I kind of need to kind of communicate at the moment on the Loved by Lizzie blog if you sign up and it's free to get my weekly emails you can download an ageless styling guide that I've had for 2023 and If you're already a subscriber, as you know, periodically I um, share that out again. And I'm about to update it, so it's going to go. I've yet to decide whether any of that's going to stay in it or just evolve or whether I do something different. So if you haven't got your copy of the Ageless Styling Guide that I'm currently offering, you really need to download it ASAP. Now within that... I talk about the three style words that I've used for 2023. My style words are contemporary, feminine and cherished. Contemporary because I want to make sure that my style stays modern and I use trends that work for me to do that. I also really think about the cut of the garment. I want to make sure that My jeans or my skirts or my coats are the more modern fits. Also, I think I've talked a lot recently about quiet luxury and that kind of elevating. So really popular pieces that you wear all the time, really when you come to repurchase them, you should be repurchasing them the best that you can afford. Everyone's got different style budgets. You can't compare yourself to anybody else. And I really truly mean that when comparing style budgets you're gonna you're gonna talk to somebody who's buying a wool coat for 500 pounds and you're thinking well i wouldn't pay more than 200 and the reason you've got that disparity is some people value a coat more than they would say for example a pair of trousers or some people will consider a handbag or boots in their mind, is worth spending more on, where perhaps you'll be thinking, actually, I wear denim shirts all the time, that's where I'm gonna spend my money. This is where comparing yourself to others really doesn't work. The other word that I used was feminine. I, I don't know why, I've always leaned more into feminine florals. I always like to have feminine fabric, so I wear a lot of sheer, or there's a lot of delicate details around the cuffs or the collar line. Um, it's just my personal style so that's what I particularly mean by feminine is still be I suppose an army jacket but my army jacket has flowers on it for example so it's whatever I've picked has always got that it leans a little bit more into sort of feminine and then cherish the reason I picked that word cherish was I like to make some things my own we can all I suppose, in one respect, wear a daily uniform and I use accessories particularly to make it personal for me. And my accessories tend to be personal. So, my husband may have bought it for me, or my grandmother, it might have been something, not actually my grandmother, my great grandmother had. I've got a brooch of my great grandmother's, or just even a statement boot. I like things to really be personal to me to make my own outfit unique and so I always feel fairly confident even if I bump into somebody wearing the same garment because I've made mine personal to me I then don't think we're matching and I think if you can get your head around that a little bit about making sure that your daily outfits you've personalised it for yourself it's speaking your truth you will always have that air of confidence about you that you could walk into a room with every single woman wearing exactly the same outfit but it's the little details that you've personalised that makes you stand out for yourself and I think that's really important and something really to consider when you start to think about your three star words um, what you're going to do for yourself and I think that personalisation bit and putting yourself first in your own style game is really, really important. My guide also gives you my, um, my 10 ageless style rules that I live by. And I was just actually taking a look at them in preparation for this. And I, I do live by them day in, day out. I believe style wearing what you want is for everybody I don't believe it's for the young I don't believe it's for people who've got loads and loads of money I believe it's for every single person and whilst I do tailor my content for women I also believe it for men I believe it for everybody you know what people want to wear how they want to be how they want to present themselves you know there's no age no gender limits. there's You can be whatever you want. So I hope my Ageless Styling Guide, if you haven't got it already, make sure you download it, get your copy. And if you have had it, maybe revisit it as part of your preparation for 2024 and really start to think about your three words, the kind of rules you want to live by. And when I say rules, they're not fixed rules. Nothing is ever fixed. It's just a guiding principle to follow so that when you open up your wardrobe and you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed or you might not be in the most positive mood if you have a few rules it helps you start to coordinate and pull together so that when you walk out that door in the morning you are being the best version of yourself and consistency and consistency of how you look helps with the kind of language or the kind of expression you're giving out to the world by consistently delivering on that, not only will your confidence build, but also, I don't know, I just think it brings a lot more opportunities your way. Now let's start talking about 2024 and you're thinking, Lizzie, we're only in October, we've got a long time to go, we've got party season to go, but actually I've talked about this quite a lot in previous live broadcasts when I've done them. You can't plan for 2024 on the 1st of January. Well, hopefully you'll be hungover or you've parted the night away that your style game's is the last thing on your mind at that particular point. What I'm trying to say is 2024 needs to be thought about now. And it's not starting on the 1st of January or the 2nd of January. It's about starting now and I'm going to call this little segment ways to get out of your comfort zone that you have your best style game in 2024 and the kind of things that you need to start thinking about now and you can start doing some things now. The more you kind of take action now the better. So the first thing you need to do is think about your end goal. What is it you actually want to wear what is your style how do you want to present yourself so going back to my last segment about my ageless styling guide there's there's plenty of stuff in there to start doing foundations and you can also one of the best tools and I use it all the time is Pinterest get a Pinterest board together start to think about who do you admire pick four or five icons and start looking at what they wear then once you've started to look at actual individuals and it is actually if I'm truly honest try and pick people okay that have your similar colorings that have your similar height your similar body shape okay you can then pick one or two people who are opposite to you and have a look at what they're wearing so that it kind of gives you inspiration, but then you've got to do a bit of a reality check. If like me, and this is me, I do not have the legs for short dresses. I do not. So there's no point me pulling a mood board together of mini skirts because I can't wear them, okay? I like a maxi dress or I like maxi length. So that reality piece really needs to come in, and you should delete off anything that, whilst you loved it in the moment and you really do admire the look, and I admire many, many looks that I can't wear, it's not helpful to keep them in your inspiration board to delete them out. So, let your creative mind flow. So, add lots and lots and lots of things into your board, and then put that reality piece. Could you actually wear it for your height, for your build, for your body shape, for the things you actually do? You know, there's no point putting tailoring in if you can never really be in an option to wear a suit. And for me personally, I love athleisure wear. I think it looks great on so many women, but. 80% 80% of the time I can't actually be in that attire. I'd love to be, but I can't. I have to show up professionally. I have to show up for events. I, I just couldn't rock on up in athleisure wear as much as I admire it. So that reality check is really, really important. Start practicing now. So you're going to have stuff in your wardrobe that you already own that will tap into the inspiration board that you've pulled together so don't wait you don't need the full outfit start to think about well I've got that piece or I've got that jacket and what you can do is create a secondary board um, with the pieces you've got okay and you can do a search based on that item so I'm going to use army jacket because I've got one in my line of sight, so that's why I keep referencing referencing this in the podcast today. But if some of the looks you've pulled does actually have army jackets in, but you don't have all the other pieces, do a secondary board and go army jacket street styling. And then lots of other options will come up and maybe it's got, I don't know, grey jeans and you have grey jeans. So you can start to tap into that one and go, okay, I've got grey jeans and I've got an army jacket. What else is this person wearing that I could potentially mimic? And start start to practice it today. Once you start practicing, you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. We can all admire looks, but then once we start wearing it, We actually think, "Mm, I don't really think this is for me. And I'm going to give you an example of something that I do. I have a white shirt. My white shirt's a Neen Bing. I bought it a couple of years ago as a treat for my birthday. It was during COVID, so the the boutique store in London was shut. And I'd been admiring the white shirt all the time on Instagram. And I bought it. It doesn't work for me. I make myself wear it because I'm trying to get my cost per wear. But for me, the fabric's too stiff. So we can have these ideas in our head that we want to wear wear something and you can force yourself to do it, but ultimately, and this is what it comes down to with your style, you've got to love what you wear because if you don't love it, it's gonna knock your confidence. And I wore that shirt this week and it was okay. And that was my kind of day. It was an okay day. I didn't feel great, I didn't feel glam. I was making myself wear it, and yeah, it's you know it was something I admired for a long time. But through practice, I've realised this style of shirt is not for me. So the practicing part is really important, and I really want you to tap into how does it make you feel when you wear it, because that's important. Really, really, truly does. Once you've got your mood boards, once you've gone through your whole wardrobe to work out what you do have you're gonna have gaps and the quickest way to get wearing what you want to wear and elevate your style game and be ready for 2024 you've got to take actions on those gaps and you've got some great incentives coming up There's going to be Black Friday there's going to be autumn sales soon if they haven't already started so start to get a list together on your notes, on your phone, of your gaps. So that when you do go shopping, when you are out and about, instead of shopping blindly, think about your list, think about your gaps and start to go try on. You don't necessarily have to buy. You can kind of window shop for a while. If I come back to the wall coat, if a wall coat is on your list, go and try, make the effort to go and try on 20 of them. Don't stick to the one shop, go around the high street, and go try on lots but go with the intention not to buy and then go home think about it revisit your inspiration board and then really think take note of the sizing of the ones that you like and then either buy online or go back and purchase in store but the last few points on your planning piece right now is you've got to find some courage if you really want I don't want to say change or be completely different, but if you want to step out of your comfort zone and elevate and evolve your style, then you have to find some courage. You've got to practice. You've got to accept that some people are going to make comments. And this is is coming back to that podcast that I done earlier um, in the year about imposter syndrome. I talk about how to handle people that make comments and i think it's worth revisiting that because you can't expect to change and people not say something so i hope that kind of gives you a bit more support there if you're feeling a little bit unconfident with that but ultimately your style game is down to you now as part of this i've actually got a bit of an exciting announcement for over six months I've had quite a few people ask me if I would start to do events and this was something that I was planning to do before COVID and then obviously events kind of stopped and then I think events have really started to come back now and yeah it's something that's been on my mind for a few months and I did a survey and you can still answer this survey by the way and that's I suppose what I'm encouraging you to do if you're if you're interested I am planning to do a couple of events, probably end of January, February time. And they'll be about the foundations of your style and how to pull outfits together. Sort of the, the basics of wardrobe management. That's kind of where my head's at at the moment. But I need to understand how you want these styling events. So if you're interested, there's questions on virtual styling events and questions on in person obviously in person is going to be in the UK it's going to be in the south of England probably London way so if you want to take part in any of that if you are interested in any of that you need to answer the survey because I'm going to plan organise around the feedback that I've had I've had some really good responses already and yeah it's been very worthwhile doing the survey because actually you lovely ladies you've answered it slightly different to what I had in my head and so this is why it's really important that I get your feedback so that I tailor it for you and not tailor it for me so if you want it go into the show notes find the link and answer the survey because I'm going to be using that as my foundations for planning that's the way to get involved there so that just kind of leaves me with the affirmation of the week and um I pulled this one out and at first I thought, oh, this could be a bit of a negative, but actually I stopped and thought, no, it's not. It's be the kind of woman who makes others want to up their game. That's be the kind of woman who makes others want to up their game. And when I've pulled this card in the past for myself, it's not really sat very comfortably with me because I'm not that kind of person. I was looking at it this morning because I like to pull a card out for the affirmation of the week and I don't like changing it. What I pull is what I want, you know, I kind of feel that's what I've picked for the week. But I think actually given the subjects that I've talked about in the podcast today, I think it's more not about making others want to up their game. I think it's be the kind of woman you want to be and be an inspiration to other sisters Inspire them to find their confidence and share how you've gone about on your journey. Encourage others to do it too. So I don't think it's, for me, about one-upmanship. I think it's actually, for me, it's about supporting sisterhood here. So if you find your confidence and you present yourself as the woman you want to be, that's going to motivate others to do the same too. And motivating other women is is such a big support system. So that's the way I'm going to view this aspiration. So it's be the kind of a woman who makes others want to up their game. Have a good week. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Styling Matters. There's always more on my blog at lovedbylizzy.com and don't forget to give me a follow on Instagram at lizzie.richson. Bye for now.